0: Come have a seat in the Skald Circle and hear the tale of the two cats as told by Casimir. Before we begin our tale, did you know that we release new stories for free every week on Wednesdays? Be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out when we release free bonus stories out of the days of the week. Never forget, visit theskaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current happenings. and to also visit our story archive, sorted by origin and region. Now then, this begins the tale of the two cats. In former days, there was an old woman who lived in a hut more confined than the minds of the ignorant and more dark than the tombs of the misers. Her companion was a cat, from the mirror of whose imagination the appearance of bread had never been reflected, nor had she from friends or strangers ever heard its name. It was enough that she now and then scented a mouse or observed the print of its feet on the floor. When blessed by favoring stars or by benignant fortune, one fell into her claws. She became like a beggar who discovers a treasure of gold. Her cheeks glowed with rapture, and past grief was consumed by present joy. This feast would last for a week or more, and while enjoying it, she was wont to exclaim, Am I, O God, when I contemplate this, in a dream or awake, am I to experience such prosperity after such adversity? But as the dwelling of the old woman was in general the mansion of famine to this cat, she was always complaining and forming extravagant and fanciful schemes. One day, when reduced to such extreme weakness, she, with much exertion, reached the top of the hut when there she observed the cat stalking on the wall of a neighbor's house, which, like a fierce tiger, advanced with measured steps and was so loaded with flesh that she could hardly raise her feet. The old woman's friend was amazed to see one of her own species so fat and sleek, and broke out into the following exclamation. "'Your stately strides have brought you here, at last. Pray tell me from whence you come. From whence have you arrived with so lovely an appearance? You look as if you are from the banquet of the Khan of Katai. Where have you acquired such comeliness?' And how came you by that glorious strength? The other answered, I am the sultan's crumb-eater. Each morning when they spread the convivial table, I attend the palace, and there exhibit my address and courage. From among the rich meats and wheat cakes, I call a few choice morsels. I then retire and pass my time till next day in delightful indolence. The old dame's cat requested to know what rich meat was and what taste wheat cakes had. As for me, she added in a melancholy tone, during my day I have never eaten nor seen anything but the old woman's gruel and the flesh of mice. The other, smiling, said, this accounts for the difficulty I find in distinguishing you from a spider. Your shape and stature is such as must make the whole generation of cats blush, and we must ever feel ashamed why you carry so miserable an appearance abroad. You certainly have the ears and tail of a cat, but in other respects, you are a complete spider. Were you to see the sultan's palace and to smell his delicious viands, most undoubtedly, those withered bones would be restored. You would receive a new life, and you would come from behind the curtain of invisibility into the plane of observation. When the perfume of his beloved passes over the tomb of a lover, is it wonderful that his putrid bone should be reanimated? The old woman's cats addressed the other in the most supplicating manner. Oh, my sister, she exclaimed, have I not the sacred claims of a neighbor upon you? Are we not linked in the ties of kindred? What prevents your giving a proof of friendship by taking me with you when next you visit the palace? Perhaps from your favor plenty may flow to me, and from your patronage I may attain dignity and honor. Withdraw not from the friendship of the honorable, abandon not the support of the elect. The heart of the sultan's crumb-eater was melted by this pathetic address. She promised her new friend should accompany her on the next visit to the palace. The latter, overjoyed, went down immediately from the terrace and communicated every particular to the old woman, who addressed her with the following counsel. Be not deceived, my dearest friend, with the worldly language you have listened to. Abandon not the corner of your content, for the cup of the covetous is only to be filled by the dust of the grave and the eye of cupidity and hope can only be closed by the needle of mortality in the thread of fate. It is content that makes men rich, mark this you avaricious, who travels the world. He neither knows nor pays adoration to his God, who is dissatisfied with his condition and fortune. But the expected feast had taken such possession of the poor cat's imagination that the medicinal counsel of the old woman was thrown away. The good advice of all the world is like wind in a cage, or water in a sieve when bestowed upon the headstrong. To conclude the next day, accompanied by her companion, the half-starved cat hobbled to the sultan's palace. Before this unfortunate wretch came, as is decreed that the covetous shall be disappointed, an extraordinary event had occurred, and owing to her evil destiny, the water of disappointment was poured on the flame of her immature ambition. The case was this. A whole legion of cats had the day before surrounded the feast and made so much noise that they disturbed the guests, and in consequence, the sultan had ordered that some archers armed with bows from the Tartary should on this day be concealed, and that whatever cats advance into the field of valor, covered with the shield of audacity, should on eating the first morsel be overtaken with their arrows. The old woman's cat was not aware of this order. The moment the flavor of the viands reached her, she flew like an eagle to the place of her prey. Scarcely had the weight of a mouthful been placed in the scale to balance her hunger, when a heart-dividing arrow pierced her breast. A stream of blood rushed from the wound. She fled in dread of death after having exclaimed, Should I escape from this terrific archer, I will be satisfied with my mouse and miserable hut of my old mistress. My soul rejects the honey if accompanied by the sting. Content with the most frugal fare is preferable. And that is the tale of the two cats. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, please take a look at our Patreon page to learn how you can earn great rewards while also supporting us. We appreciate even the smallest of contributions, as they allow us to continue to release new stories every week for free on Wednesdays, and also to provide bonus stories for your listening pleasure. Visit us at theScaldCircle.com to view our story archive, sorted by origin and region and to stay up to date with all of our current developments. We would also like to extend a special thank you to CAT for their support this month. It means the world to us. Once again, thank you for listening to our story.